You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. We've been directed by the Minister of Trade, Industry and Competition to consider rebate provision. Um, to try and deal with a short-term challenge of availability and potential uh, price impact on consumers uh, of chicken. You would know nearly 7 million, or just over 7 million chickens have uh, been culled since the outbreak uh, was uh, felt in many parts of the country. Uh, and what we would consider in the investigation, which we've been uh, tasked uh, with and uh, which we're hoping to get public comment uh, on over the next two weeks, is to, in the first instance, consider to what degree uh, this uh, presents a supply shock that would necessitate uh, a rebate that would be time-bound and effectively serve to, I guess, suspend the force and effect of some of the customs duties or import taxes uh, that there would be on uh, chicken products and different categories of chicken products. Um, and really, uh, I think that is the starting point. One, understand to what degree will this lead to a shortage? of chickens in the marketplace and by extension what those availability challenges will mean uh, for the price impact uh, of the chickens so so the idea really is to try and see to what degree we can open this valve uh, to allow imports on relatively more favorable terms to deal with whatever supply shortages might realize in the supplies and value chains of the chicken sector in order to protect uh, many low-income consumers for whom chicken is a staple protein uh, from the adverse price implications of this outbreak that all of us um, are really trying to deal with and manage. But then, of course, Ayabonga, there are, of course, concerns from industry players. Um, uh, they would, for example, look at the potential impact of uh, uh, including anti-dumping duties on this temporary rebate and how this decision is being evaluated as well. Uh, yeah. Look, it would be premature, uh, Sakina, for us to to indicate whether this would cover customs duties and anti-dumping duties that are in effect against different uh, exporting countries. You would know that the anti-dumping duties deal with unfair trade uh, and the landing of some of these chickens at prices below production. Um, and so our investigation will have to consider whether it's both instruments or just custom ordinary customs duties. Um, and that, you know, I think is a process we must allow to unfold. But suffice to say, I think we need to find a balance here. We need to strike a balance um, because this is a short-term supply shock that has massive implications, not just for the producers themselves who are already facing all manner of other challenges, but also for consumers as well who... Um, in all likelihood, we'll find it more difficult to find chicken on the shelves. And so um, we, we, we have to strike a fine balancing act here and ensure that this doesn't open the possibility for further injury as a result of unfair trade arising from these imports. Um, and so, so in a nutshell, um, the, the fine balancing act we need to strike is one between the interests of industry and uh, continuing to protect and sustain capabilities in the supply chain, but also, on the other hand, begin to mitigate the adverse price implications and the harm that that will uh, uh, visit on many households uh, who are very reliant on this as a key protein source.
I think uh, you've actually um, captured it perfectly. It's a balancing act uh, because uh, just reading up on uh, some of what the industry players are saying, uh, SAPA, for example, the South African Poultry Association, um, you know, that th- they also concerned about um, uh, the need, uh, first and foremost, for the temporary rebates uh, and uh, raising all sorts of concerns around that and uh, the justification for it. And of course, then there's the long term issue of what happens afterwards with regard uh, with regard to price adjustments and how this is going to impact on that. And as you said, it's perhaps early days yet, but surely these are some of the concerns that you would have to take into consideration. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I think, you know, the beauty of the situation is that even before we start our investigation and consider the rebate, uh, we go on a two-week process to consult with interested parties. Chief among those, of course, would be the domestic producers and the importers. Uh, and we would encourage the likes of SAPA and many others to make their inputs um, on the desirability, appropriateness, and even some of the intended and unintended impacts of this direction the minister has uh, requested us to consider. Uh, and that's why the next two weeks, uh, certainly starting from Monday uh, right through to um you know, two Mondays from this Monday we've just left, uh, we're hoping that those producers will be able to uh, uh, make meaningful contributions in the process. But we also want, Sakina, those who represent consumer advocacy groups um, to also weigh in, to also take the opportunity to comment, because we know that this measure has a massive distributional impact on consumer welfare. Uh, And it's important that we begin to get more and more of these groups Uh, contributing and making inputs um, into this process uh, so that we can also receive that and also uh, exercise our own professional judgment in striking this very fine balancing act that I've referred to. And I'm hoping that, you know, we have people listening right now who would actually uh, take this opportunity to uh, make their input, uh, especially with regard to uh, the avenues that you've already outlined. But then, of course, uh, there's the issue of a shortage of eggs as well. So uh, uh, just uh, with regard to facilitating the importation of uh, eggs, uh, you know, fertilized or otherwise, uh, is that something in your purview as well? Well, it, this matter of the eggs is quite interesting, and uh, it's something we certainly have, um, you know, noted. Um, and I think there's a bit of misinformation out there. And let me clarify this, uh, Sakina, for, for the benefit of our listeners. The fresh eggs, the import of fresh eggs is not subject to any import duty. So if you are importing eggs, for argument's sake, from Malawi into South Africa, um, you do not pay any duty, even if you are importing them from South Korea. You do not pay any duty. The only egg products that would attract a duty are those that are called dehydrated or powdered eggs, which would attract a duty depending on which eggs they are, anywhere between 17 and 19 percent, depending on which is the source country for some of those eggs. So in that instance, in relation to the fresh egg shortage, there would not be a need for a rebate provision because there's no import tax as things stand on fresh eggs. Uh, and I think that that's an, uh, something quite important for us to clarify. Mm, very interesting. So uh, we will be keeping an eye on these developments. Please feel free, uh, Ayabonga, to tell us how it's going and if there mm. are any messages, you know, for people uh, where they could possibly, how they could go about making their input. If you have that at hand, please feel free to give that. Yes, we do. Um, we would encourage them to uh, go on to the ITAC website 
on itac.org.za and the gazette notice is there with all of the details on how people can make an input so that's itac.org.za and they'll be able to find uh, in the media releases page all of the information about how people can comment over the next two weeks or so Thanks so much for your time, ITEC's uh, Chief Commissioner there. And uh, it's going to be a very interesting um, uh, role that they're going to play here. And uh, it's important that South Africans make their voices heard, uh, industry players, but of course uh, consumers as well, as he said, wants to hear uh, from uh, the people who are actually affected by this as well, uh, because uh, there will be you know, potential uh, disruption, potential economic uh, implications on either side. So let your voice be heard in terms of uh, your views on this uh, temporary rebate that is being uh, considered. And uh, you can go to the ITAC, I-T-A-C, website and have a look and give your views there. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.